100 years ago in 1920, the 19th Amendment to the Constitution of the United States was signed into law and officially granted 20 million American women the right to vote. This mass expansion in voting rights was the result of generations of intense activism known as the women's suffrage movement that has had a lasting legacy on the continued fight for equality in America. In recognition of the struggles and achievements of a once disenfranchised majority, Preservation Maryland is honored to present our contribution to the national efforts illuminating this important history, Ballot and Beyond. Hello, I'm Diana Bailey, Executive Director of the Maryland Women's Heritage Center. We're thrilled to partner with Preservation Maryland by expanding the Ballot and Beyond podcast project with stories of valiant Maryland women who worked for suffrage. In addition to featuring suffragists, several of these new podcasts also represent significant women whose historic contributions and achievements have led to their induction into the Maryland Women's Hall of Fame. Our mission at the Maryland Women's Heritage Center is to add her story to history to tell our story in all aspects of our lives. We are especially concerned with representing the critical intersectionality of race and gender in the history of the suffrage movement. As new documentation comes to light, we are sharing the important contributions of African Americans and many other diverse women and men who sought equality, inclusion, and justice for all. Enjoy the podcast and continue to share their stories. This episode of Ballot and Beyond is read for you by Kate Campbell Stevenson, an actor and educator who serves as the cultural ambassador and member of the board of directors of the Maryland Women's Heritage Center. Research and writing by Amanda Shores Davis, executive director of the Star Spangled Banner House, the home of Mary Pickersgill. A resident of Baltimore for more than 50 years, Mary Young Pickersgill was a successful businesswoman and an outspoken advocate for working women of the city. Mary Pickersgill's greatest contribution to Maryland and to the entire United States was as a flag maker during the War of 1812. The Star Spangled Banner made by Mrs. Pickersgill became the inspiration for Francis Scott Key to write the poem that became the national anthem of the United States in 1931. Today, that flag resides in the Smithsonian Institution's National Museum of American History. Mary Young was born in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania in 1776. She learned the flag-making trade from her mother, Rebecca Young, who made ensigns, garrison flags, and continental standards during and after the Revolutionary War. Her family first moved to Baltimore, Maryland when she was a child. In 1795, she married John Pickersgill and moved back to Philadelphia until his death. Mary returned to Baltimore in 1807 with her widowed mother and young daughter, Caroline. In her home at 44 Queen Street, now 844 East Pratt Street, she established a flag-making business where she successfully supported her family by designing, sewing, and selling, as one advertisement stated, quote, silk standards, cavalry, and division colors of every description. Mary also produced signal flags for the United States Army, U.S. Navy, and merchant ships that frequented Baltimore's harbor. 
By 1820, she was able to purchase the house she had been renting and live there for the remainder of her life. 150 years before American women entered the business world, Mary Pickersgill was a successful businesswoman and activist for the working and widowed women of Baltimore. She actively addressed social issues such as housing, job placement assistance, and financial aid for disadvantaged women. She actively addressed social issues such as housing, job placement assistance, and financial aid for disadvantaged women decades before these issues were prominent concerns in society. From 1828 until 1851, Mary Pickersgill was president of the Impartial Female Humane Society. The society helped impoverished families with school vouchers for children and employment for women. Under her presidency, the society successfully lobbied for a 50% increase in the wages of Baltimore seamstresses and established a home for aged women in 1850. By 1869, there were 48 residents, and in 1863, a men's home was added with 27 residents. Today, the Impartial Female Humane Society is known as the Pickersgill Retirement Community, located in Towson, Maryland, a living testimony of Mary Pickersgill's humanitarian contributions. While her business success and advocacy on behalf of Baltimore's disadvantaged women deserve acclaim, Mary Pickersgill's national contribution was making the 30 by 42 foot American flag that flew over Fort McHenry during the Battle of Baltimore on September 13th and 14th 1814. The United States was at war with Great Britain and Baltimore was preparing for an eventual attack. Major George Armistead, commander of the forces at Fort McHenry, commissioned Mrs. Pickersgill to sew a flag so large that the British will have no difficulty seeing it from a distance. She was able to hand sew this flag in just six weeks with the help of her daughter, three nieces, free African-American apprentice Grace Wisher, and two enslaved African-American women. The flag contained over 400 yards of fabric and an estimated one million stitches. Each stripe was two feet wide and each star measured two feet from tip to tip. The result was an enormous American flag that could be seen at a great distance from the fort. When the British attacked Baltimore, Francis Scott Key saw Mrs. Pickersgill's flag while being held captive on a British ship and was inspired to compose the poem that became the national anthem of the United States. One of the most important artifacts at the Smithsonian, the Star-Spangled Banner underwent an $18 million restoration and is the centerpiece of the National Museum of American History. Mary Pickersgill's home at 844 East Pratt Street, Baltimore, was opened in 1927 as the Star-Spangled Banner Flag House and Museum. In 1933, the Baltimore and Ohio Railroad Company named a dining car in her honor, and a World War II Liberty ship, launched in 1944, carried her name. In 1969, 
the historic flag house was designated a National Historic Landmark. Thank you to our many Maryland's Heritage Center volunteers who researched, edited, and brought these stories to the community by reading these podcasts. Researchers and historians are always seeking information about women and their stories. Our efforts to find and document their contributions is ongoing. If you have letters, articles, memorabilia from your past or in your attic or basement, please share with us so that we can continue to fill in the unsung heroine stories for a richer understanding of Maryland women and their contributions to our history. To donate materials or to make a financial gift in support of this work, please visit ballotandbeyond.org. When you're there, you can also listen to biographies from Season 1 and see historic images and transcripts from each episode. If you're inspired by these remarkable women, please share this podcast with your friends, family, colleagues, and students. And rate us on Apple Podcasts or head over to preservecast.org to make a donation. Thank you. Ballot and Beyond is a multimedia history project powered by Preservation Maryland and our award-winning podcast, PreserveCast. It's produced with financial support from Gallagher, Evelius, and Jones, Attorneys at Law, and the Maryland Historical Trust. With a Heritage Fund grant from Preservation Maryland and the Maryland Historical Trust, Season 2 was researched, written, and read by the Maryland Women's Heritage Center.